Welcome to Leave Room for Milk, the podcast centered around life, the creative journey, and a good cup of coffee. I'm Chris Gray, and this is my fellow Jesse co-host. Shemeka. Hello, how's it going? We're Hi. here, we're live, it's a good day. Today we have uh, James Tyler, uh, music artist here in Atlanta, doing some cool <laughs> things, working on some cool things, and we're just going to kind of dive into what he's doing and how well, first, he's doing it. What, what, what are we rocking here with the mug? It's actually my brother's. Oh, okay. Um, Typically, all of our coffee cups at the house are like just they just match each other. So this is the coolest one. Gotcha. So. Okay, so we've actually seen that mug before, <laughs> correct, Jesse? Yeah. How many of those so. do you think you have at this point? I have a full kit lens um, of those mugs. Oh wow! Right As on. filmmakers, um, people tend to get us lens mugs. Which honestly, if I knew you were bringing that, I would have brought mine, and you should have pulled out yours. Uh, absolutely. We, could, yeah, we should have done that. So. I know nothing about cameras. I just. <laughs> But hey, cool. yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. Cool. So anyways, yeah, back to what you were saying. Yeah. What was I saying? I'm he said, kidding. let's dive into. <laughs> let's dive into you. Yeah. So you're, you're a music artist here in Atlanta yeah. um, and you, you have a really unique sound. And uh, I just kind of want to talk about like what, what, what led into that sound? Because I know a lot of people say, you know, I have a unique sound or they have a unique sound stuff, but there really is something kind of cool about. Um, not only the the sound of your music, but also your writing and stuff. So, like, let's kind of dive into what what kind of gets you there. Yeah. Um, well, I would say honestly, I still don't even have my set sound. It's it's, um, it's kind of changed over the years because you know, I grew up with my parents. Well, they're still artists to this day, but they were touring artists before I was born, and they actually met while wow. they were both on tour. So, my mom's from Manchester, England, and my dad's from Noonan, and they met in Nashville. Um, and I feel like that's really where it all began. And I just kind of grew up on a lot of jazz and uh, R&B. And then that kind of developed into, you know, other genres. And then just going to shows and hanging out with other artist friends and just hearing what they have to do, you know. Yeah, yeah, so and I just actually, I just uh, met you today. Yeah. Actually just met you about an hour ago. Yeah. But just listen to your music this morning too. I pulled up like two or three songs I found on SoundCloud, I think. Mm. And I was oh, yeah. totally blown away by your voice, man. Thanks, you do I have appreciate a, you have that. A really Thank you. Unique cool sound thank you um which we might if you stick around to the end might get a little a little sneak peek no i was actually might. gonna leave <laughs> okay we're definitely gonna get a sneak peek Mark. <laughs> you, you will get to hear <laughs> yeah you're definitely gonna hear <laughs> um so yeah no man i just i just wanted to compliment you on your sound and thanks appreciate yeah, that definitely definitely cool but um yeah i don't know man i feel like my sound's something that's just always going to change so but i'm figuring it out yeah so um that's a really that's a really it sounds very vast what you just said like your mom's from england yeah yeah your dad's from noonan yeah. <laughs> i don't know why they ended up back here but they did and so they met in nashville what were they yeah. in, they were touring it or like they were what was their deal with nashville? so my dad was uh was a bartender at hard rock um in nashville and he was also playing there um and he actually started off go- by getting there by like going on tour and stuff and um just ended up staying and then my mom was kind of just going around so what playing. kind of music were they doing uh Dude, my dad was doing everything from like Aerosmith to Brian McKnight, you know, and um, there's something that's, that they won't bring up because they don't want the the clout, I guess is what we call it. Yeah, the clout, the image. But I mean, they told me that they opened for a Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, it wow. wasn't all the original members, but, you know, that's still like huge, you know, when I oh, hear yeah. stuff like that. And then they tell me that they put their dreams on hold to pour into me, like ever since a young age, you know, that. That's just really inspired me to yeah, no do pressure. something with it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, no, that's really cool. Um, 
So what would you what would you even what would you classify your style as? Um, probably just indie indie uh, dream pop rock. Mm, indie dream pop rock. Indie dream. I just made that up on the spot. No, that's cool. Yeah, that's I'll a just, good mix. I like that genre. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Yeah, and but so, I started off on singer songwriter stuff. Um, just acoustic, me and a guitar. Just because, and I, I found myself back there because, um, you know, in this kind of industry where you have to have you have to have people next to you that want the same thing and work as hard as you do, or you have to do it on your own. You know, and it's, it's um, I just don't want to be dependent on finding other people. So yeah. I kind of just, I found myself learning how to produce and just back on my own. How long um, have you been writing? Uh, I've been writing since I was 13, 14, just poems and stuff. And then I picked up guitar, um, just started producing like a, about a year and three months ago. So um, is guitar your favorite medium to write, write on? Uh, recently it's been production because it's just a whole new world. And um, we talked about logic earlier and how yeah. it's, it's not a basic doll, but it's a basic layout and um it's just easy to catch on to and it's a whole new world you what's know? your like, process look like when you're writing through like you using like a doll because i know like yeah. a, a lot of other bands do that too like maroon five uses yeah. like loops and stuff when they yeah. write and uh i like to focus on melodies like i'll, I'll typically open up like a, a pad sound and you know get the vibe going and then turn on some weird lights in the studio and then just kind of get go your from mood there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Get your mood right, and then I like to have a basic chord uh, chord progression structure, and then um, just kind of close my eyes and picture like what setting I would be in, whether it's daytime or nighttime, or whether I'm sad or happy. Just you know, standard stuff, and then um, go from there. And did your parents write as well, or were they just more? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, my mom is an insane writer. She's she still writes to this day. Like the song that I'm gonna play later, she actually helped me write it, and um, she's she's incredible. Oh wow, that that's really cool. And did they uh, cut records and stuff? Uh, you know, so uh, my mom did. My dad has too. My dad just released a Christian album about four years ago. Um, but he's a worship leader. And then my mom actually did a lot of writing for country artists, which is kind of weird considering where she's from. You know, but <laughs> England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was killer yeah. at it, man. Even the country accent, like when she's singing, she she'll really. Yeah, she's yeah. switched it. Well, yeah, she'll, I mean, she'll like Keith Urban's Australian. Yeah, and... dude. When I found that out, it honestly blew my mind because. It's just you can't hear it. No, know? I I love I used to love Keith Urban, um, not so much anymore. It's kind of yeah. really like pop, but um, I found myself listening to a very like um, just a set sound because I don't know I'm easy to persuade when it comes to sounds. Like I hear something I like this country, I'm like, huh, I should do that. And I'm like, yeah. no, wait, no. So so what kind of uh, other artists do you listen to that inspire your kind of music and your sound and, and what you do? I really like Bon Iver. Um, Justin Renan is a phenomenal writer, but something with the Bon Iver project is um, it's timeless, but it's trendy. Timelessly trendy. Timelessly trendy. <laughs> uh, Wallace Lee Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you told uh, me not to say that. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not flawless anymore, guys. Uh, no, nah, and then the night beds are a big one. Um, obviously, Michael Jackson and like Prince, stuff like that. I feel like none of those artists show through my sound, but they all inspire me to do music just as a whole, just because, you know, they're just, I don't know, they're inspirational. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Would you say you kind of gravitate to the just the rawness of it? Yeah, just, um, I like any kind of music if it's real. Like, if it's if it's forced lyrics and um, just a forced melody, then you can tell, you know, like, it's just, I don't know, music's very transparent. How do you uh, go about, like, sharing your music? I'm pretty good about... Um, walking out to people and just word of mouth. Um, like I was in TJ Maxx the other day, just waiting in line. And I kind of kept making eye contact with this person next to me. And I was like, Hey, you have Spotify. Cause you have to be like that. You have to be <laughs> like that, you know? Cause I feel like, um, online is cool, but 
you know, there's a lot of automated messages that go out and people are like, Hey, check out my music. And you can't tell yeah. if they're being genuine. Yeah. And I want people to know that like, you know, yeah. I'll, that you're proud of your work. Yeah. That you also, also that I'm to, genuine, you know, yeah. like, I don't know. I'll yeah. Just, I don't think I've ever heard like anyone doing that. Like actually no, going up man, to people and be that. like, Hey, I think you'll like this song. Yeah. It, I don't even say that. I'm just like, Hey, <laughs> be a Spotify. Sing to them. Yeah. The that'd be cool. Sing the Have question. you ever had anyone that said that they don't know what Spotify is? Um, <laughs> I've had people we say did. that they don't have Spotify, iTunes, um, anything. And I'm like, do you have YouTube? And they're like, no. And I feel like, I don't know, man. I ran to this guy on, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on set and he was like, so frustrated with like, uh, Apple music and stuff. He was like, I just want a place where I can like pull on my music. Like, have you heard of Spotify? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, is it any good? Like, what is it? I'm like, Spotify is the best, man. Like, bro, I was like, you, it's right you don't know that is. Spotify is all I really like, like yeah. stay on. That, man, it really changed the game. I mean, I'm on everything, but do Spotify. Yeah, dude. Just Spotify for artists is one of my favorite apps too. Just being able to watch the numbers go up daily and yeah, you know, analytics. You know, you, I catch myself going out and talking to people in person about my music and then the next day you watch it go up by that exact amount of numbers that you talk to. You yeah. Know? It's like, oh, that's cool. I know those people. You know, it's just, so you're it's like, not okay, just random so now numbers. I just need to talk to 8,000 people a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Just got to get the platform. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing, man. You got to have the platform to advertise, but. Yeah. And, and so you had said that a little bit when we were talking before we, yeah. we, we got into this about the platform and how important that platform is to you. So, yeah. you know, why do you think that platform is so important? Like what's, you know, it's obviously a goal to yeah. to to become this big famous person, but ultimately is to have this platform. And so, like, why is that so important to you? Uh, well, everything else that comes with fame is really materialistic. And um, I grew up with my parents being ordained ministers and stuff. So, like, I was always taught that the only thing we really have to, like, that we can keep with us and to, to offer to other people is just, like, sharing what we know and, you know, and what we feel like could help others. So I feel like with that platform... Um, a lot of musicians are idolized and for not good reasons and they're spreading that, you know, and like music and it gets to people, you know, it's personal, it's universal. And, um, I just feel like we could change the world. Yeah. You know, probably won't see you like twerking and stuff. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, nah. I used to, I used to dance, could never twerk. <laughs> this is cheesy, but with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, right. We and just, when you have a platform like that, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, that I would say that's, you know, one of my goals, it really isn't, you know, obviously doing feature films and stuff is, is a dream and I'd, I'd love to do that, but I'd love for it to actually say something. Yeah. You know, that's what it's about, man. It's, we could change lives with this, you know, and that's, that's the beauty in our craft is, you know, music and, and film hits people personally. It's yeah. not like, I mean, sports are fun to watch, you know, but like music, man, that yeah. gets stuck in your head, you yeah. know, you keep reminiscing the lyrics and then you're yeah. like, what do these mean? And it, it does impact your life, you know? Yeah. Like I caught myself in middle school listening to a lot of, uh, questionable music and it was affecting my character and like oh yeah my dad definitely. told me we'd do that and it's because i love music so much and when yeah. i'm when i'm in it i'm in it and it surrounds me in my yeah life, i so. totally did that same exact thing yeah. listening did to any of you guys go through like a rap phase in high school oh yeah dude honestly i'm kind of still in it uh, yeah absolutely it's, it's dude, not, my dad was like this is gonna affect you know your character blah, yeah. blah. i'm like no it's not and i'm like walking to school my pants are baggy and <laughs> yeah exactly you know, I have a little bit he's more. wearing jinkos yeah <laughs> <laughs> wearing dickies shorts and uh like a cholo I, or something i still listen to rap like i said if it's real if it's real emotion um but dude, honestly, a lot of it's the instrumentation because like it makes you feel something, you know, like the beat. And I used to tell my dad, like I listen to it for the beat and for the progressions and stuff. And he's like, the music, I mean, the lyrics seep through, you know, it's it goes deeper than that. But I remember getting caught in like eighth grade, probably listening to 
I think it was ASAP Rocky, and he made me sit down at the table and read every lyric to him. Dude. And I was like, my dad like, did Whoa. that same yeah. thing. I, when <laughs> like, I finally geez, figured, I didn't know that said that. Yeah, you don't realize it's that bad until. Well, so um, Sam Westoff, uh, guy that just um, what did he do? He he mastered, mixed and mastered, mixed Lush. and mastered yeah. Lush, killed it. Um, so their dad like huge acdc fan yeah like we would wake up in the morning and we would hear it blaring we go down there he's wearing nothing but like an apron and like cleaning the house and like screaming these lyrics why is he in nothing nothing but an apron apron and your concerns acdc no i mean a little little bit more than just an apron but i shirtless without an apron usually and that was the first time i heard acdc yeah and i was probably like 13 or 14 and so i started playing it a lot more you know listening to it at the house and stuff my dad's like what are you listening to i'm like acdc yeah. like blah, blah blah he's like let's sit down and look at the lyrics literally talking about going on the highway to hell <laughs> yeah yeah we dived into each lyric what yeah. it means and i was just like i just want to listen to it <laughs> dude and i feel like that's that's a big fear of um me pursuing my dreams in the music careers because like it it's a really really dark industry you know and like oh, yeah. when people support those kind of lyrics and like like that kind of message then they're gonna, they're gonna keep doing it you know yeah i mean if you have that much power and that big of a platform and that much money you know it's like why not you know because you feel like you're on top of the world and i feel like people just don't realize that you think that has something to do with you know a lot of these artists just like you know chris's instance you know like it all came too fast he wasn't ready for it but you yeah. know there are instances where you know a lot of the famous people out now like that happened to them too but they followed through with it but there's yeah. still like that part of them that's wasn't ready for it and so yeah. they kind of have this platform that they don't really know what to do with is what it seems like to me at least yeah people just i don't know man it's just the industry dude it's just it's, the industry people get sucked in people are too influential and yeah that's just how it goes so tell yeah. me about this uh crown this was your first record yeah yeah this is my first record uh this is the first song i produced by myself uh got jude smith to he actually co-produced some of it and uh mixed and mastered it for me do you know julian smith the youtuber yeah hot kool-aid video so it's his younger brother yeah yeah um and there's actually a story behind this people think that i'm just using skulls because because you like like skulls (laughs) and and, yeah yeah yeah, that's that's it and because we all have skulls um nah but it's actually uh, meant to represent till death do us apart um, and it was coming up on Halloween. And so I was, I was trying to get in the mood and, uh, also keep it like not too morbid. So I threw some glitter in there. I actually got all the supplies at, uh, Michael's and Dollar, yeah. Dollar Tree. So they're like, what are you doing? Yeah, man? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Making an album cover. Yeah. And, uh, Julia Harris actually did that logo for me. Um, oh, top we've left. Had, we've had Julia on the Harris. Her- Julia on the Harris. Julia, yeah. It's actually Julia Ray. Yes. Yeah, we've had Julia Ray on the show before. Man, she's she's awesome. Many many months ago, yeah, she killed that. Had it sent yeah, to me in like great. five minutes after I asked her for it. Oh wow. She's like, "What do you want it to have?" It's like, nah. "My name and a moon." <laughs> my name and a moon. <laughs> yeah. what, what's the what's the significance of the moon? Um, there's actually a really long backstory, and that's um, it goes back to music and why I started it, or not why I started it, but what started the the path for me and um so when i was about 15 i got diagnosed with uh prolonged qt syndrome uh i found out i had it when i was going to do a physical because i got asked to be on the football team at school and i was like okay it's something to do so what is that um so basically if these are the q and t intervals of your heart so if say you get excited or or sad or like yeah it's like you have the rhythm right here but it's within these but mine are like out here so like you know when you pull up a pull up the LFO on a synth and the frequencies mm-hmm. go like this, it just takes longer for it to, you know, get through these two intervals. Um, so it's it's just 
I don't know. It's not contained. So I have to take like beta blockers and stuff to keep my heart rate maintained and, and keep it regular. Um, so basically when I found out I had it, I was reading a lot on it and um, found out your heart's at its weakest point between three and 5 a.m. So out of fear, I found myself up and wandering around and finding something to do with my time, like at this late at night when my family's asleep, you know. Um, so I found myself outside a lot, just walking up and down the street and backyard and stuff. And literally the only thing that was illuminating was the moon. And um, I kind of just gained a connection with it. And I don't know, it kind of sounds a little cheesy, but that was literally yeah. the only thing, you know, when You're it's that dark outside. Yeah, exactly. Moonchild. Yeah. That's interesting. And, uh, so that you cool. stay up at that time just because of what, like, you're kind of like fearful You're scared. Or, like, or fear. something would happen in your sleep kind of deal? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just out of fear. Um, just with it being when your heart's, that is like weakest point, most vulnerable point throughout the day. So I kind of just... Is that something that's myself. gotten better over time or is it something that you'll always have that same? It's not of, curable. You'll always you. have it. Um, but they have beta blockers and stuff. It's fairly new. Um, came out within the past couple past couple um, dozen years. So. But hmm. I don't know. We're learning about it. and But it's maintained, so I'm not, I'm not too concerned about it. So so you're up pretty late. How does that affect like the the music you produce and like how you go about that? Because I, sure, I would imagine yeah. you're up writing or yeah you know well like i said whenever i whenever i come up with a chord progression i like to incorporate like what i'm feeling when it comes to what time of day it would be or like my yeah. feelings and so whenever i started like having these feelings and stuff i actually wrote october moon which is my first single that i released when i was 15 and um actually just got a tattoo for it and uh yeah the moon crescent moon nice and, um so my girlfriend actually showed me uh the shape of the moon on my birthday like with the day i was born and it's the same thing let me like, see the tattoo yeah for sure thought it was crazy because like i just got it i didn't know it was the same as yeah. like, on my birthday but it's just mm. just a crescent moon nice clean outline which yeah, I, I killed dig. it yeah i like Here's, it dude. show the camera yeah <laughs> camera? for our listeners <laughs> you see that what if you turn it that way it kind of looks like a banana though yeah. <laughs> no that's cool I, I like tattoos like that Very yeah, I mean, it was it was really impulse i had a dream that i was tatted and i woke up and it was like siri called third eye and noonan and <laughs> i was there in 30 minutes so but I'm, I'm glad I got it. Yeah, so, cool. That's nice. How do you feel about, um, you know, your music, your your music, gosh, I can't talk, your music coming up in um, where the music is now? Like, how do you feel about the music that's out now, where it's going and where your music kind of fits in all of that? Um, I listen to a lot of like artists that are very much individuals in a sense that they don't have um, a sound that replicates others. And I, I just get a lot of inspiration out of that because you hear people say that every every idea under the sun's been used, but that's so not true. Like, yeah, there's a there's a certain amount of chords you can play, but I mean, there's ways to it to attack it, you know. And you can make everything your own. I mean, yeah, not every combination of words has, has been used. So, Lush then is your second, yeah, studio album. Yes, and uh, I produced this one as well. And then um, Sam actually mixed and mastered this one for me, and uh, he did a great job as well. Um. I recorded this one with my buddy Parker Crutchfield. I had the song produced and he had just gone through a breakup with his fiance and um, took a lot of like tugging at him to get him to come to the studio because it was a sore subject and he didn't want to, you know, write on it. He didn't want to say anything he didn't mean. And I was like, well, you know, I'll make up an imaginary story in my head and I'll help write it um, without knowing details of his life and his relationship. And, um, but that's why the album covers a ring. Cool. And um, I can't wait to, uh, I prefer this one over Crown. I, I'm I'm happy with this one. I can't wait to listen to it. Which should probably be like the natural progression is that you like the song that 
yeah after the song you did before right? typically when i release a song by the time i drop it i don't like it anymore because you yeah. know as a musician i mean you know you go yeah. back and listen to it and you perfect it and you you try to perfect it yeah you hear you also just hear it so much same way with when we shoot a music video we just by the music time videos the, or even just shooting films in general yeah by the time it, it over by the time over. it comes out it's like just oh. nitpick and yeah i'm always so like judgmental of myself especially when my friends are as talented as they are like you know all the rest and um the band camino and like all those guys are phenomenal musicians and it's like they i try not to compare myself thing. but like they're good dude you know and yeah. we're all in the same friend group so it's like I don't know. You There's always that self doubt when you're yeah. when you're creating something straight, just from you, yeah. your head, your your heart. You know, it's just but like it's also a great feeling though, because yeah. you know you, you got people to like grow with. You know, with yeah. your music, and it's all a process. Definitely, definitely. But so what what's new? Uh, what's what's coming down the pipeline as far as uh, songs and music? Uh, a total change of things. Um, so this one's kind of slower. Um, still big band sound, crowns faster, but. I'm planning on dropping an EP next year and it's, it's absolute funk, dude. It's just funky. Get out of here. Like, that's all it is, dude. It just synths and just vibey funk, dude. That's all it oh, is. Wow. It's amazing. So it's, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be fun. I like switching it up though because like it's, it's cool to have your own sound, but I don't want to bore the listeners, you know, especially when there's an endless amount of things you could do, yeah. you know, like why? Yeah. Why do the so, same thing over and over again? If people, if people like me and my music, then they'll listen to it no matter what, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Keep it interesting. Keep yeah. it different. What would you say is like kind of like maybe the highlight of your career so far at this point uh and how do you want to top it yeah dude honestly dropping out of high school 10th grade and moving to europe for a year was my like top what yeah I dude and wow <laughs> obviously i was like Ugh. how did like, the parents feel about that one um they, they were fine about it they they, they encouraged it pretty uh, supportive yeah yeah wow, that's amazing um, yeah. that's not something that i think you my hear, parents right? would have just said stay in europe yeah yeah no yeah yeah i was planning that's fine but you're not coming home i had a lot of um character building things happen over there like everything yeah. from me getting to play on big stages in uh madrid spain um because i went to manchester england uh madrid went to barcelona went to cos greece and turkey and it was great, man. But what brought that on? Like, how did curiosity? That, well, I mean, what that was there? Somebody there? Was there something presented to you, or you were just yeah. like one day you woke up and I'm like, I'm moving to England. Kind of both. Uh, so I have family in Manchester where I stayed, and then I went to Wuthering Sea to stay with more family in England. Um, but by the time I got to Spain, I was staying with my mom's old bass player that she was on tour with. And um, dude, honestly, just the lifestyle was incredible. It's I mean, you should get up and do your thing, you know? There's no, like, plans. I mean, you book shows and stuff, but the rest of it's just, like, get up and live your life, you know? So you were there for a year? Yeah, yeah. Then I got robbed and had to come back. Oh, man. Oh, man. You got robbed? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, what happened? Uh, I'm not I'm not a big drinker, but uh, unfortunately, that well, not unfortunately. It was, it was a fun night up to that. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I got a little intoxicated um and bumped into a guy and knocked his drink out of his hand but at the door it was, it's called sky bar and at the door you get a wristband for 15 euros or whatever and um you go up and it's free drinks the rest of the night and i oh, bumped wow. this guy on accident in packed room and he spilled his drink and was like buy me a new one and we're taking it outside and i was i was feeling it so i was like all right well let's take it outside then you know let's oh i didn't say that nicely i didn't say that nicely i was just trying to <laughs> but uh go outside and, yeah yeah so it's him it's and his friends it. so i'm like oh okay all okay, right maybe this is unfair yeah, and they're all like really tall and the, the alcohol starting to wear off a little bit i was like oops <laughs> oof yeah that's a big one so and, uh, basically got, got yeah got your butt kicked yeah. and yeah to say they the took your money and yeah okay well then i uh yeah got up and um uh, walked up to the street and yeah, man. 
took a taxi home, forgot my wallet was stolen, and had to run from the taxi driver. Yeah, going going uh, out of country is always interesting because like there's like the tourist side of you that wants to like, go and explore and stuff, and then there's the other side like, well, there's certain places you shouldn't explore. I went yeah. to um, Costa Rica for a wedding. I was filming a wedding, oh, wow. and I had a free day before the wedding, and so I went and explored with my camera and stuff, and was kind of walking around the villa and all that stuff. And I saw this like super cool like rooftop at the top of this like mountain, mm-hmm. and I was like, "That's where I'm going. I'm going up there. I'm going to hop on that roof and like get some cool yeah. photos." And I did. Um, and there's this like two two guys just mm-hmm. kind of like kind of trailing me, and I didn't think anything at first. I kept kind of going on my little walk up the the mountain. Got up there, got my picture, and the two guys were like kind of like chilling by the rooftop i was at like almost like waiting for me to get down and i was like okay i gotta be a little bit smart about how i do this yeah. and so what i did was the the houses are so close together that you can kind of roof hop yeah. oh he did i was kidding but he did <laughs> i put a little spider-man i like roof hopped until i got to a, a spot where they couldn't get too easily yeah drop down kind of made my way back down to the the safe part of where i was at yeah and I ended up fine, but I mean, they were trailing me the whole way back, and like, I, I just didn't think about it. Like, you know, I had my camera bag, my camera, it's I'm white dude. looking, yeah. you know. And you're that far away from home, yeah. Like that, dude, that was the biggest one for me is just being that far away from home. Um, that's insane, dude. I thought I thought you were gonna say you got in trouble for trespassing or something. No, no I don't think they would have. <laughs> I think that's that one's worse if they would have followed through. Yeah, that would have. Yeah. I mean, I feel like maybe they would have just knocked me around, took my camera, and probably would have been okay yeah it would have sucked but at least it would have been alive but yeah i just just roof hopped we've been in a lot of questionable situations with filming yeah especially when you have expensive equipment yeah and you know before our days of the bigger production stuff we would do a lot of stuff where we'd be in some sketchy places with some really nice equipment places you aren't supposed to be i'll I'll tell you one one real quick story so i was doing a Soon a rap video mm. oh. Atlanta. <laughs> he knows the story Atlanta rapper and um, I won't go into who it is there's no point but um, I don't know if you've ever seen that meme or that gif of like the the white guy like filming a rapper and they're like all like pointing guns at him like for the video and <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. that legit happened to me but it was like a loaded gun that was hidden oh. under the house so like set up the scene you know we're outside of their their house shooting some stuff and they're mm-hmm. like we want to get a shot you know on the side of the house like rapping i was like okay cool and so we go over there got my little camera i'm filming them and then like there's three guys there's the rapper and like two of his homies whatever and the other two guys like open up this like hidden <laughs> i don't know door and like, like pull out two like assault rifles and they're like feeling the song and they're like Ooh. yeah like you know, like finger accidentally taps to the beat or something. Dude, and then yeah, they yeah. point the guns at the camera on beat. And I'm just like frozen. I'm just like, did you continue on? Yeah. Or were you just like, what am I supposed still to shot. Stop yeah. and be like, put your guns down. Yeah. Well, that's not the first, the first thought's just like frozen. The second thought's like, what the heck just happened? And the third shot's like, or the third thought is like, yeah, I think that's a wrap for today. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think, we got, we, got we, I think we got everything we need. <laughs> the rest yeah. of the songs, like you running away, people just, taking out. <laughs> well, so like you know, I live in Georgia, but I, I've been raised in a home where like we never had 
guns and stuff yeah. like that. So like, I'm not comfortable. Chris can tell you we were on a shoot and there was like this animal in the woods. And it was pitch black and he brought out his, his little gun just in case something happened. And I like froze from yeah. that. Like I'm not comfortable around. I mean, guns. I'm like, Jesse, would you rather get mauled by a cougar? Yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, man, <laughs> or no, my answer wasn't yes to that. No, I'm yes. just saying, yeah, I'd rather die. I'd rather die. No, I, no, I feel that though, man. Guns are powerful. They, they are for sure. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'm not scared of them. I'm scared of, like some what people they that have them. No, absolutely. Yeah. You know, cause people are reckless, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I definitely agree that, uh, not everyone should have guns. Yeah, man, props to you for filming that. Cause I would have been out. Yeah. yeah. I, I edited the video. Like, Oops, sorry guys. And mom's calling me. Dinner's ready. Yeah. It worked out. <laughs> yeah. I actually got to run. I actually got to run guys. So, uh, so on that note, what do you want to leave people with? You know, whether it's about your music or about how you're approaching things with your music. Um, I want people to just, not only listen to my music, but analyze it because I feel like producers are guilty of that. Um, but it's for analyzing, like you can throw in your playlist and stuff if you like it. And if you don't, then that's fine. But you get, you have to read into it because there's always a story and I wouldn't put oh, a yeah. song after it wasn't like a story behind it or like an emotion that I wanted to portray, you know? Okay. Yeah, so. That's really cool. Yeah. So. And then the, the song, um, you're about to perform. What's the name of it? Dear big brother. Okay. Kind of go into a little bit about that. Maybe not too much, but yeah. kind of talk about like what, what inspired you to do that song and then we'll yeah. go ahead and we'll go ahead and play that song cool um big brother is a is a reference to the government and um i just don't believe that there's anyone with that much power that um doesn't have secrets you know oh yeah and uh i mean it's, it's that's not a secret that everyone thinks <laughs> yeah. that you know like everyone's <laughs> saying that there's a there's a cure for cancer and that um yeah they're just doing stuff man like obviously we're not gonna know about it because yeah. we're civilians yeah you know? we're the and, but the peasants the test yeah subjects. yeah but that's 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 the one of the main case. reasons why i, I want to do music because i feel like there should be people with platforms that promote like goodness and um love and not secrecy and hatred you know and i feel like i don't know they just need to be called out yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're, let's turn our phones off before I play it. Then are we about to call them out? <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. you can't turn them off. You have oh. to take them out. You, <laughs> you have, have to take, take out the battery. Out. Yeah, in or a separate room. iPhone, you can't do that. So we just Man. have to we'll chuck there. it into the woods. Yeah, yeah. everybody, yeah. throw your phones uh, in the other room. And, yeah, that's, uh, that's so awesome. I was I was playing that song at um at Vine Light in downtown Noonan for yeah. a Noonan Unplugged. I start playing it and I make a joke about everyone turn your phones off and I start playing it and immediately sirens start coming up the street. Oh. And I stopped they're and I was like, me. guys, they're about to arrest me. Like, just keep filming. <laughs> and everyone laughed, but they pulled up in the parking spot and got out and started walking down the block. Dude, I was petrified. You're like sweating. You're petrified. Like, I was like, like it's, just it's just a song. It's just a song. Yeah. It's no. artistic funny expression. Yeah. yeah. Like in the like 60s, 70s, 80s, it was like, Big Brother, they're they're yeah. watching us through the TVs, and, and it was the, only the stoners. Now it's everybody it, it, in the VCR. Yeah. Well, what's funny now is everyone's got an Alexa. Yeah, Alexa, what is? Yeah. And it's like, uh, remember, yeah, that's whenever tor- they first came out, and you would say, Alexa, do you work for the FBI? And they would, it would just shut off. Like, it oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. Like I remember a red that. ring. It's like, uh. yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I think people have just gotten to a point where like they know, yeah, that they're being listened to, and they don't yeah. care. <laughs> Man, this is about people to turn into a conspiracy care. theory. No, I'm, I'm totally a conspiracy theorist. It's about to a song, man. That's what the song is about. Let's That's... write something. Well, how about yes, this? Yeah. We'll we'll let the song speak for itself. Yes. It's 321. Dude, I have all the time. All right, man. Let's do it.
had a dream that we were blind We had no sight, no track of time The room they built was void of light And all we felt was great Oh, you cannot control me. 